Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and Bulldog fans everywhere. I'm super excited to be welcoming you back to the Stark Vegas Report. I'm your co-host, Colton Watson. And I'm your other co-host, Gavin Lagazzino. And like I said, welcome back. Guys, we are super, super excited to have y'all on every single week. Uh, just going to do a quick plug about this. Uh, we're we're just doing this for fun. Um, we are very, very passionate fans. We're very, very passionate, uh, I guess, pseudo-members of the media. Is that what we're going to call ourselves? Yeah, I guess Sid so. Salter would say we're pseudo-members of the media. Yeah. I guess we, we might like to think we're real members of the media. But anyway... Uh, but all the support that we get from y'all, um, every time that y'all reach out, every single listen, every single uh, direct message and comment of uh, support, you know, I've got a couple of friends that have even tweeted about it and stuff like that. Uh, that means the world to us. If you continuing to share the spread the word and to share us and to tell your friends and to even just tell us that you appreciate what we're doing, or even to offer helpful criticism, you know, constructive criticism. I mean, don't. I mean, I'm that's not, my favorite. Right. I love when people tell me oh, what, yeah, what, for a, sure. what we should be doing differently or what they would like to see. Especially if it's, you know, hey, I want to see this. Because we're going to not, why would we just not listen to that? If you're just going to make you more likely to listen to us, we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to get on this show and talk about, uh, you know, hamburgers and where we like to eat. And we're not going to, you know, have some guest on the show to talk about swimming or something like that. Uh I know some other shows, you know, try to venture out, and that's fine. I think it's really entertaining. You know, if you listen to Steve Robertson's show, they, he does a top ten list that's almost always about music every week. And some of y'all love that. I'm too young for most of that music that he talks about. Uh, and he and I've talked to him about that himself. He's like, yeah, I didn't think you would get most of them. I don't. But uh, we're not – we don't We don't have enough – obviously, honestly, we don't have enough episodes in a week to talk about anything other than sports. No. Uh, I mean, there's some of these guys. Kudos to them. Uh like I believe Joel Coleman does this, gives a show every single week. Joel mm-hmm. Coleman and Brian Haydad. Uh, or every day. Yeah, every day. I mean, and that's at least five days a week. Yeah, I'm ha- not sure. hats off to them. That's insane. My goodness, I we don't have the schedule for that. First of all, we don't have the time for that. But I don't think y'all want to hear from us no, every single no, week. No, I don't. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. I don't think y'all want to hear from us every day of the week. So anyway, so yeah, send us your comments, your your concerns, your constructive criticism. Don't DM us and just say oh, you suck. I mean, we know you don't have to tell us. <laughs> I'm joking, but in any case, uh, of course, you probably get blocked, right? Of course, we'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, the Bellsmith. Um, super, super excited to continue to be partnering with partnering with him. We think that every single one of you would be foolish not to enlist his services and custom cowbells, the most unique cowbells for cheering on the bulldog. He's going to show you uh, show you all kinds of things he can do if you just go to his Instagram or his Twitter and see all the pictures. It's fantastic. Uh, go and look at his website. Um, or just or direct message him uh, at the junction bell dot, excuse me you can email him at junctionbell dot g- at gmail dot com direct message him at uh, the bellsmith and go see everything that he's got place an order and uh, really guys Christmas is coming up uh, packages are kind of sketchy you got to get those Christmas gifts in soon I've got to I've got to start ordering Christmas gifts like this week yep. because you never know when they're going to get here uh, maybe after the election the post office will get better I don't really know all that situation. Uh, I try to avoid politics as nasty as things get these days, but you're gonna want to definitely uh, put the, get those orders in soon. And again, we talked about this last time, Gavin. If I come up to you and say, "Hey, Christmas, Merry Christmas, custom made cowbell," are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. And and that's the thing, guys. You can't nobody that 
there's not a Mississippi State fan on this planet that is going to say, "Why'd you give me a cowbell for Christmas?" Exactly. So, <laughs> like you, you might as well do it. It's a sa- it's a, it's one of the safest gifts you could possibly give. Right, especially a custom made one that reflects you know their personality, and that's what he's all about. Yeah. Works of art, the works of art. Give him a message again at you can direct message him at thebellsmith.com. You can ch- uh, email him at junctionbell at gmail.com. Uh, did I say direct message at thebellsmith.com? No, direct message him at thebellsmith. Yeah. Social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is the Bellsmith. Yeah, and if you're listening on Instagram, it's in the it's in the description like it is every week. So right. So anyway, talking about uh, moving forward, what we want to talk about today. There has been, Gavin, it's been a busy week. Yeah. It has not been. My, a quiet, my DMs have not been taken lightly this week. Oh my gosh, dude! I've got so many DMs. I've been copying, pasting the same message yep. to everybody. That's what I. Because they're all asking the same question. Yep. Everybody says, and I literally. Yeah, I've probably got 30 messages in the past 24 hours, especially after I posted the three yesterday. And it's literally just people saying, what the F is going on? Yeah, literally. pretty much. What what the heck? Uh, like, what's what on earth? What are we doing? So, um, and I've started copy and pasting the exact same response to everybody. Let's like, see. I don't have any right now. I just had to go check. Yeah, I'll check real quick. But I, I don't believe I've gotten any more today. It's just been it's been off the I wall the last, the last week or so. But anyway, lied. Yeah, so all of you probably know what we're talking about. And that is, it seems like there's been a mass exodus from uh, from Mississippi State. There's from the football team. There's been, I think, eight players now either not going to play the rest of the year, or if some put them into the transfer portal, or otherwise decided that they're not on the team anymore. Yeah. Uh, if you're on the outside looking in, this looks really bad, guys. But I promise you, this is for the best. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna be frank with everybody. In the short term, this does not. This is not a great thing. It's going to work out for the better. But I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it and be a Pollyanna and say, oh, well, we didn't need those guys anyway. To oh, an extent, that's a little bit true. We most definitely needed them. We did, But we, th- these guys are – we would rather have them on the team than not. Right. Coach Leach uh, and any of the coaches don't take any delight in cutting somebody. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. You've got to parse through which of these are cuts – which of these, uh, which of these needed to go because they weren't going to play, yeah. and stuff like that. We're going to break and down all of those and what we think and what we've heard, and we're going to start at the top of the list. We're not putting anybody's public or private information in the public, though. We're right. this is this is just solely what this means to the team. We're not telling you who who's leaving and why they're. We're telling you who is leaving, but we're not telling you why they're leaving specifically. Right. Um. That's their business. That's nobody's business but theirs. Well, we can say, like for example, we know why Garrett's leaving. Right, like we know why. But if you're, but if, if it's somebody that's not really expected, we're not going to tell you. Um, let's just go down the list. Yeah. Kylan Hill not transferring but opting out to prepare for the NFL draft. Kylan Hill, of course, this is probably the biggest loss. Um, if you've listened to the show the past two two weeks, we knew that he probably wasn't going to be playing. I knew, I've known for a while. Uh, there was some hope that he would come back. He went and did all this stuff on, and this is where my knock with Kylan. Like, just just do it, dude. Like, it's just, not about you. I like Kyle. I think what he did with the flag was a really cool thing, depending on who you are. Uh, what he did, with, with, if anything, was impactful. Um, he was a great, great, heck of a player. He doesn't like attention in person. I'm going to be honest. He is a quiet dude in person. But on social media, he likes attention. And it's come, it's come, started to catch up with him. So we had resources, you know, there go sources again, telling us everything we need to know. Say, Kylan Hill is opting out, and then Kylan almost immediately posts on Instagram, nobody told me I was opting out. It's game week. No, it's not. 
It wasn't game week. Kylan Hill had not been at team it activities. It is for Mississippi State, but not for Kylan. No, not for Kylan. It had been at, Kylan had not been at team activities for over ten days. He was no. There was no. There was no way in heck he was playing on Saturday. There was a, and I even put out there. It had been on his Twitter. Steve Robinson said this isn't a done deal yet. Um, he put it on his Instagram. So I even went and edited my post and said there is perhaps a chance that he's back on the team at some point. That's not the case. Uh, but he went out and had to go cause confusion. I think he just enjoys it. And I'm and I'm talking bad about him. And to be quite honest, I'm sure a lot of y'all are saying some wor- some worse things about him. I'm not going to say any of those things because, quite frankly, I don't believe most of them. Uh, yeah, he seemed to get hurt a lot in the Kentucky game, but I don't necessarily think that's soft. Um, I do think this hurts his draft stock. Oh, most definitely. And, and re- especially the way that he's handled it. The reason that if hurts If you're opting is- out, opt out. There's right. no, there's no point in dragging your feet and trying to get people's hopes back up. And no, I, I hate to say this, but it almost seems like he's wanting the fans to say how much he, he means to them. Right. And it's nobody, almost, nobody's like going to do that. He's trying to make people suffer. Yeah. No, nobody's going to say, "Oh, Kylan, thank God you're coming back. Thank God you're not leaving." Nobody, nobody's going to say that. If you're leaving, go ahead and opt out. I, I agree for the most part. And I think Kylan's getting some bad advice. I think somebody's probably telling him, look, you can go get in the league, get that money, get that, you know, get drafted. And he is going to get drafted. And he is going to go to the league. But I want y'all to think a minute. So, first of all, general managers find out everything. They're going to find out exactly what's going on with, with why he had to opt out, opt out. And the reason, guys, I've heard there was locker room unrest. I heard there was a fight on the sidelines with Kobe Jones. And Leach co- took Kobe Jones aside. That's hearsay. Don't quote me on those things. Uh, that's been around. That's been around enough. I don't feel uncomfortable saying that. No, that's been out for several weeks. Right. So I mean, yeah. maybe not to the public, but that's been making the sor- making the rounds behind the scenes. The sources. Yeah. Sources. Yeah. Right. Sources. But uh, anyway, uh, whatever. If Kylan was right, and Kylan may have been right, and maybe Coach Leach and Kobe Jones and whoever else was involved was wrong. I don't know. I don't know what it was about. But is a general manager and a football coach in the NFL more likely to take Mike Leach's side or Kylan Hill's side? I want you to think about that. A coach that's been there, that's established, uh, and his coaching staff, who they're going to talk to. They're going to talk to him about Kylan. There's a guarantee. They're going to get their word first. So they're going to. They're not going to have any reason to lie. Yeah. They don't want Kylan Hill to, to you know never get drafted, and never play again. That's they're not going to just spread bad words about him because they want to. I don't expect that. Yeah. So, At a certain point, you've got to realize your college coaches are basically writing your record, your your letter of recommendation to your NFL coaches. Right, and so he's going to have to go out there and kill the combine. I'm mean, actually mm-hmm. kill it, and I think he might. But he's 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 looking like a basket case kind of guy that you don't want to take a chance on. Again, do I want to spend my first or second round pick on a guy who calls who caused problems, whether it's his fault or not? There was problems, and they revolved around him. It's it's not worth the risk. This is all about risk reward management. General managers have to be the best risk reward managers in the world. Coming into the season, he was he was just such a he had the national spotlight on him for what he did with the flag. It's like so Colton sad. And he, he was, was one of the most famous players in college football. Yeah, I mean, and, and he was all all this all the scouts were looking at him as a, a leader, a good locker room guy, and now you know the wheels kind of fell off. And, and now that's going to come back to hurt him. We've got to wait and see what happens. They're going to be like. Did he do the flag thing because it matters or because he likes attention? Because he does a lot of other stuff because it looks like he likes attention. They're not going to want that. So we're going to see how that works. Yeah. I honestly hope he gets drafted first overall. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, 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 Best of luck to – yeah. I don't don't get this twisted. I, I still want Kylan to be successful. It's just unfortunate the way things panned out. And I'm not necessarily on his side with what happened 
at Mississippi State. All so right, two that, more. That's all. That's all on Garrett or all on Kylan. We're gonna move on to Garrett. Right, two more. Uh, you got Garrett and Moose. We'll talk about those together, I yeah. guess. Yeah, we can do that. Because they're transferring the same reason. They okay. want to play quarterback, and they're not going to play quarterback here. Uh, Will Rogers has cemented the second spot. Uh, we've got a four-star coming in. Honestly, the fact that Moose stayed this long is surprising to most people. It's not surprising if you – we said this on the previous version of this show. Uh, Moose was one of the Tudor Gate 10 guys. Um, he was one of the 10 that was suspended. So that's why transferring last year would have done him no good. He had a red shirt year last year was his red shirt was his red shirt freshman year and then this year didn't count so he's already about to he's probably close to graduation okay and has still has three years left so that's crazy to me like he's been here seems like he's been here for forever and he's just a red shirt yeah. freshman yeah so he's going to get some hopefully I would like to see Garrett and Moose both come no, no, back he's a red shirt sophomore he's a red shirt sophomore because he you you don't get to keep your eligibility I thought last year was his first year. Moose? His first eligible year. Right. Maybe not. Mean? If it was his oh, first yeah, yeah. eligible year, this year doesn't count. Yeah. So that I would make this is that. that would make next year a sophomore year. Yeah. Uh, he might have been a sophomore his junior so, year though. He was, I think. If he is, then uh, he's a sophomore still. Because this year doesn't count. Well, let's see. That that if if last year wasn't his first year. So if then he burned two if, years left. If he burned eligibility in twenty eighteen. In twenty eighteen, was that the first year with the four game rule? Or was last year the first year with the four game rule? Sorry, guys. Man, I don't. I'm, I'm all. I'm all crossed up. I'm all crossed up. In any case, well, Gavin. I'm, I'm sure Gavin will find out here in about five seconds. Yeah. But Moose is a uh, Moose and Garrett both. I would like to. I would not be surprised. I think it'd be best for them if they both came back and got practice reps because you're not going to land on a team soon or right now. They with the Big Ten and with especially for Garrett with the Pac-12 starting as late as they did. If he had opted out in like September. With the season starting in November for the Pac-12, he could have joined Joe Moorhead in Oregon. He's a sophomore. He's a sophomore right now. Yes. This year doesn't count. Correct. So he's, he's got three years. Right. He's a sophomore right now. He's going to have to get a freaking doctorate. Yeah, he will. <laughs> anyway, but uh, good to know. So, so, they've each, so they each got three years left. Um, But if Garrett had opted out like the beginning of September, which is about when he was getting put at receiver, he could have played at Oregon or something like that. And that's a long shot steal, but it's definitely not happening now. So what I think, the reason I say all that to say, if they wanted to join the team again, because you have to put your name out of the portal to take to practice. If they took the name out of the portal and started practicing, just like Keaton did, practicing, maybe getting reps at receiver. They can't use eligibility. Uh, I'm sure they'd have red or green jerseys or whatever on and practice all the time so they don't get hurt. It would be helpful to them. Um, maybe not Garrett, because Garrett's got, if he's going to practice, he's getting reps at receiver. Right. Well, if so. he's going to practice at receiver, then here's a chance he gets hurt. But Moose was taking third string quarterback reps. I would, I feel like you ought to be in there. And then, you know, heaven forbid, what if KJ gets COVID and and Will's hurt? And then Maiden's the guy. Then it's Maiden. I mean, right now, and we're, if he balls out, then right now, who are we putting in the walk on from Vanderbilt? Yeah, it's uh, Alan Walters and. We had one. Don't quote me on this. We had one. Uh, we have another walk-on quarterback yeah. leave to go play somewhere, like a yes, graduate that's transfer. Uh, Logan Burnett. Yeah, he went to Bama to be a grad assistant or yes. something. Right. So anyway, lots of things going on there. Another. This is uh, the last. Next, we're going to talk about uh, Nick Penley. This one's kind of surprising. Nick Penley was a about to be a redshirt freshman. He played in one or two games last year. Uh, he's a red. So this year doesn't count, but he would have been a redshirt freshman. Offensive lineman. He was really good. This guy, I remember his recruitment. He had offers from uh, USC and from Miami, and he came. USC is in California, so nationwide. 
out of the Carolinas and he came down here. I um, really like Joe Moorhead. I wonder, this is one of the ones that kind of strike me as funny. This is where you're wondering if there's a little something going on here. So the first three we talked about, maybe not Kylan, but definitely the quarterbacks. It's their, they, it was totally their choice that they transferred. The rest on the list, we cannot confirm nor deny it was their choice. And that's really all we're going to say. We heard there was a chance of failed drug tests. I don't know if I believe that or not. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me because there will not be a, if there is a failed drug test, you're done. If, and the, yeah, and the Leech, coach Leach team. Yeah, I've heard Leach has a zero tolerance policy with that stuff. That's that's and that's, like that's I the can't history. I can't confirm or deny that any of this has anything to do with the drug test. I don't know if it has anything to do with discipline problems. It's just the history of it. If with Coach Leach, it does not take much to for you to be done. Yeah. Coach Leach would rather get rid of get rid of a player and and then get an uh get that scholarship back. Seriously, I mean that's just how he operates. Uh. So talking about Nick Penley, offensive lineman, Kareem Walker, and this is one that def- probably is his choice because we've heard that the best things about Kareem Walker, he just wasn't going to play. Wasn't going to play in this system. He's going to be working on like his seventh year in college, guys. He's, uh, let's see. He he's had gonna a rich, be, He's going to be a 30-year-old running back for somebody. Guys. Pretty much. And I hope he does. And I hope he gets 1,000 yards at wherever team he decides to go to. Um, great team guy, great sen- uh, leadership and seniority. He just wasn't going to play in this system. Really wasn't going to be – and we tried to get him to play last year, but he didn't qualify until like August. And by then it was too late to really get him in. So he's never stepped on the field for us. But he's a big dude. You ever yeah. seen him? He's yeah, he's massive. huge. He's built like Speaking Derrick Speaking of Henry. big dudes, I saw, I saw uh, Dylan Johnson at church last night. Is he big? That's a big dude. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I thought he was kind Not of Not quite like Derrick Henry, but like – Well, that's the – That's a look, man. Shout out Cade Watson. Cade Watson's sophomore mm-hmm. – playoff game that they lost he wrapped up dylan johnson for a loss against uh, yeah. when they were playing greenville st joe yeah you you can tell dylan johnson's been in an sec weight room okay. a, that makes me feel dude. like uh feel proud of a little bro but anyway I'll, I'll probably talked about that on the show like three times already so yeah kareem walker's gone trey lawson this is another one that's a little bit surprising and makes me think that maybe it wasn't his choice either uh uh junior college from mississippi gulf coast uh kind of like that combo linebacker defensive end type Played against L- Gavin says he played against LSU and does, we don't think he's played any other time this year. Yeah, he might have, but the only time I remember him uh, playing was at uh, the only time I remember seeing him was on the field was at LSU and we're not going to get into that. But uh, right. it was not a very impressive performance in my opinion. And he had time. That was his first game in the SEC, guys. But that one hurts a little bit. Um, Tyrell Shavers. That this is kind of a head scratcher. One of the only guys Coach Leach recruited to the locker room, which that really lends me to believe. It wasn't his decision. Uh, he he's he's from Tuscaloosa. He's been around Starkville. It wasn't like a lot of this stuff was by surprise to him. He went through training camp, um, got here during the summer, whatever, and then didn't take. So that makes me think what's happened. Uh, and then Jamari Stewart, a freshman defensive end, um, he's also gone. So let's let's break this down a little bit. The three that hurt the most. Outside of Excluding Kylan. Because we knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. That hurts. But, again, you would rather, if he's doing the things that we've been heard he's doing, you'd rather him be gone. And I hate to say that because I don't want to say that it's all his fault. I don't, there's two sides to every story. But it, it was not going to work out. It was going to make things worse if the, if the things we said about you know some of the other guys on the team and stuff were true. But Nick Penley, he's good. Uh, he's a freshman. He wasn't hardly playing at all this year. He was on the backup. But he he's good. And he wasn't going to be ineligible, using any eligibility. He was going to have three years left potentially after this, uh, including no, four years left because this is his redshirt freshman yeah. year. So he'd have to be in college for six years. But yeah, that one I mean, hurts. 
you basically get free. Exp- he was going to get free experience this year to really be one of the guys, one of the on the two deep. The next way year I look at it is with our offensive line play as of late. If he hasn't touched the field yet, there's reason to be concerned. Right. By the way, I've heard really good things about the offensive line in practice this week. We know how we talked to Ad Nolan about how bad they were last week. Uh, They're going to need to be on there again this week. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that soon. Um, and then the Tyrell Shavers thing is Tyrell Shavers had this year and next year. He had he looked really really good at the two passes he caught for a ton of yards and a touchdown against LSU. He's caught five passes total this year. So I don't want y'all to think oh we're tanking our season. This is terrible because of Tyrell Shavers. We're not. That is he is he did not blossom the way we thought he did. And the way I thought we would use him is a big play threat rarely at first and then maybe becomes more of an every down back because he was a transfer from from uh, Alabama catching like on two, like he had two career catches, something like that. Yeah, I think maybe one. So I thought he was going to really blossom later, but I didn't expect him early to be a huge contributor. Although at first, when he first got here, I'm like, oh yeah, starter, not superstar, but starter. And then he, and then it was like, oh, maybe not. He's a little bit behind. And then he was named a starter eventually. Um, because of the fact that he's playing a little bit, because of the fact, like we said, that he's uh, got another year of eligibility, I think it, he hurts. And I also make that also makes me think that, uh, of course, he would have had two years after this because mm-hmm. um, he had two years coming in. That also makes me think that this one maybe not might not have been his choice. And then Jamari Stewart, freshman defensive end, that one hurts. That is one of the three with Aroma Shavers and Penley that hurts just because of the youth there. Y'all, you can always we'll give that scholarship to another defensive end or another defensive lineman at some point. But you hate to see a young guy leave that hasn't lived up to his potential yet. But as far as the other ones, they weren't going to play. We knew about Kylan. Garrett wasn't going to be quarterback. He's not going to be our quarterback at any point. Moose is not going to be our quarterback at any point unless somebody gets hurt. Multiple people. Kareem Walker was not going to play a snap. And I hate it for him because he's a good dude, but he wasn't. And then Trey Lawson, I mean, he's 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 a new guy, so maybe he had time to figure it out. But he really wasn't on the field in the first four games this year hardly at all. Uh, and he's already a junior. So, of course, he has two years figured out, so maybe that one hurts a little bit. But this is not going to just hamst- completely hamstring our team the way we think it is. Or the way the media makes it look like it is. Not even the media. If you well, get on yeah, CBS, the they said that we lost three starters. We did not lose three starters. No. That's a, that's a, that's false. They said Nick Penley was our starting left tackle. That is false. Because I have, I have Ole Miss friends that are texting me like, oh, y'all lost Nick Penley? That's huge. I was like, that's not huge. He's a big deal, but it, and then he, and then he it's said, "It's a big deal why? for the future. It's yeah. not a big deal for this year. And None of these said, are a big deal for this year." He was like, "Oh, CBS told me that he was a starting offensive lineman." It's not true. None of these are a big deal for this so, year, except for Kylan. The media is making it look worse than it is, and if you if you really have no clue as to what's going on, you're going to think this is really bad because we've lost eight guys in this the last is, week. This is the thing, guys. The transfer is portal is going to be huge this offseason. because we can yeah. still only sign twenty six. Right. So. The, the portal is going to be hit very hard. Um, the thing I wanted to tell you all, though, I'm trying to get to is these guys, I want you to lean in real close. Like This is like a uh-huh. secret. Everybody lean in close. Are you all listening? Okay. Most of these guys, other than the quarterbacks and the running back, are guys that wouldn't have survived the spring that we didn't have. Okay. This is all still like spring training almost. Of course, we had fall camp. And in fall camp, you're not trying to get rid of people right before you start playing. But a lot of these guys would have saw the writing in the wall sooner and then transferred in the summer. And then we wouldn't even be that worried about it. It would have been more spread out, whatever. They're, they're seeing it now. And the only reason, the, I think the only reason some of them have stayed this long is either A, 
because they're all gone in the same week, maybe they had a big drug test or something and somebody failed or whatever. I don't want to say that because I don't want to think any of our players are doing things like that that they shouldn't be. Either that or, like I said, they thought it was a free year. They might as well stick around, stick around, and then, ah, it's not really working out. Let's go. That's kind of what I see. Let's think about this, guys. It's a free year for their eligibility. They are not hurting anything by staying around. I think if this was a normal year and, A, you have the spring, and, B, if they play, if they touch the field, it's going to count, then they probably would have gotten out of here sooner, uh, whether it was their, whether it was the, of their own volition or not. And, I, again, we don't know how many of these guys, except for the quarterbacks, want to be back but aren't. I don't. I mean, I think Kylan wants to be back, to be honest. Yeah, based on his Instagram story, he does. Just based on his Twitter, he does. Um, We don't know. We, we can only speculate. And I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you've got – uh, two two quarterbacks that weren't going to play, and then uh, six guys that got kicked off. Not a big deal. It is a big deal, and I'm not. Gonna, and I doubt that every single one of these players, uh, that every single one of these players was kicked off, was kicked off, and not and not stepping away themselves. Um, Kareem Walker is an example. I don't think he was kicked off the team. With all this being said, it's not it's not something a that's going to tank our season this year, guys. We're not great. We're 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 struggling out there. If you haven't noticed. Um, we're 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 trying. We are playing for the egg bowl already. We're trying to beat Vanderbilt, Mizzou, and and uh, Ole Miss. Maybe get Auburn at home. Maybe, but I doubt it. You're not going to beat Bama and Georgia. Um, I'm looking at our score predictions right now as you say that, which is kind of funny. All of these were weird, dude. I don't want to look at our score off. predictions. I think we might be close to on Bama. I don't know. I see. Our, I see us not giving up what we said we would to Bama though. Uh, my Bama prediction was 45 or no. My band prediction was twenty-seven to forty-nine, and we're not scoring twenty-seven. But I also don't think Bama's scoring forty-nine. Maybe not. We'll talk about that. In a, well, I guess we're done talking about the transfers. Let's talk about Alabama. Yeah, You're right. We'll have a new score prediction there at the end. But uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of sus uh, this whole season. Kind of a weird situation with all this whole week. You don't know how that's going to affect the score. They the spread is huge. It's like thirty three right and now, and I'm right? not surprised if, if they. I'm not surprised if they hit thirty three, but I'm a, I'm very much surprised if they're down. calling that the over under. People must be betting on the under. Oh yeah, for sure. That was an, that was an easy under to take if you're not a fan. Yeah. I'm I'm what I don't I, would, I don't sports bet at all, but I definitely wouldn't bet on my favorite team. That's just this not is a good uh, idea. now it's at thirty and a half. That's still huge. Yeah, uh, and I think they might cover that. I, I'm not surprised if they cover. I mean, if, my, we, lose, my, if we lose 52 to 6, it's not surprising. No, we got to save the prediction for the end. I can't. We can't I'm not predicting that. But that's not what I'm saying. But that's surprising for them to lay the line. I mean, I mean, even when the line is huge, even when you think you don't ever expect an SEC game to be a huge blowout like that. Right. I mean, I'm sure Arkansas had that about that last year against Alabama, or maybe LSU, because that was close to the end of the season. Yeah. And I think they and they probably covered that. I think Arkansas hung with them for a second. Uh, but talking about Alabama, you know they got off some offensive players, some really real firepower. You've heard about Najee Harris, especially now that Kylan Hill's out. He's probably the best running back in the SEC. Uh, I don't think there's anybody at Georgia. I don't think uh, this Spiller kid at A&M or Florida is any better. Uh, heaven forbid, no, Jerryon Ely is not better than Najee Harris. I did get that Snoop comment Connor. one time. Uh, of course, <laughs> give Snoop Connor the first team All SEC right now. It's a joke. Uh, but we've heard about Najee Harris, Mac Jones. I was not a Mac Jones fan. I until now. And don't go back and listen. I may or may not have said that Bryce Jones would be the starter coming into Bryce State Young. Week. 
Yeah, what did I say, Bryce Jones? Bryce Young. Uh, yeah, Bryce Ray, Young. Gavin thought that Mac Jones wasn't was going to be. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be. I said supplanted. Bryce Young would be the starter coming into coming into I thought state that, week. I thought that Mac Jones was going to be fine with the receivers that they have, with the running back that they have, and just not losing the game. But he's winning them games. He's leading the league in several statistical categories. He's, uh, of course, now, to be fair, he's throwing to super, super fast, super, super athletic, super, super explosive receivers that run great routes. Um, he's got Najee Harris back there to take some pressure off of him, but he's good. I mean, Mac Jones is good. We are, we are going to have our hands full as an offense. Interested to see, of course, some of the other candidates for that position, a.k.a. Georgia, has already played Bama. But it's interesting to see if we keep our number one defense in the league uh, standing with you know by yards, of course, if after playing Alabama. Um, we're definitely not – I don't think we're the number one defense by points because of all the turnovers. Right. But by yards we are. And I'm interested to see if we can keep – you know, if that doesn't bring our average way up. Guys, Bama's going to score some points. Even if our defense plays the best game they've played all year, they're going to score some points. Um, helps a little bit that Waddle's hurt. Uh, that that's very very sad to see. He got hurt on the opening kickoff against their game last year. Broke his leg and he's done. Last week. What did I say? Last year. Did I say last year? Mm-hmm. Last week. That that sucks as a sports fan. Jalen Waddle was electric. Yeah. Um. If Fortunately it, for them, they've still got Devontae Smith and uh, Jalen Mechie the third. Right. So. And remember, we've got a a, a six foot six, uh, guy that runs a four two or four three transferring now from Mississippi State, but at Mississippi State originally because. He wasn't going to play in front of these guys. I want you to think about that for a second. Okay? Yeah, they've got some serious firepower at wide receiver. So, I don't expect too much this week. Um, talking about their defense, of course, you've got Dylan Moses, uh, who sat out all of last year with the torn ACL. Another really big blow to that team. Part of the reason they didn't beat LSU last year, let me be honest, is guys like Dylan Moses not playing. He's already got 43 tackles uh, this year. Um, what's Errol got? You, I don't, why are you putting me on the spot? Because you're the, you're the stats guy. All right, Errol Thompson. I, I don't think I don't think he's beating Errol Thompson. He might be. Well, he's played well, he's played a whole other game too. Has he? Yeah, they don't, they haven't had their bye yet. That's right. Uh, twenty twenty. God, I hate this. I hate this. Hold on. Total thirty nine. Okay, so in one less game, Errol Errol's only got four less tackles. But. Five or four less tackles for a loss. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not Aero Thompson's role. Aaron Brule has all no. the tackles for loss. But anyway, um, Dylan Moses, somebody we're gonna have to watch out for. But guys, we're gonna talk about the offense for a second. The offense is gonna be. It's up to us. Like it's not gonna be. There's nothing Bama's gonna do special that hasn't already been done, other than maybe have more athletes to do it. Uh, that's gonna kill us. We're gonna have to. We gotta stop beating ourselves. No penalties. Offensive line has got to play better. My goodness. If we can get out of this game with five or less sacks, I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled. Um, who do you think starting? I was about to ask you. Will Rod? No. I don't think so. I think... I think... All right. Lean in. Everybody, it's oh, another sh- secret. No, this isn't a secret, but uh, I think KJ gets the start, and to no one's surprise, Will Rogers is running out of the tunnel second half. Starting. Well, they're going to run out. Of the, both going to run out of the tunnel. Right, but, but when when we come out of the tunnel, going into the second half, Will Rogers will be given the ball, given the keys, right. My and that'll is, be the last time KJ Costello plays at Mississippi State. Bold prediction. And he'll be in the he'll be is in the portal next prediction? week. That's my bold prediction. That's your bold prediction. We'll be talking about KJ going. He can't leave. I know he can't. 
we cannot afford that. They'll have to do everything they can yeah. to keep him. And he won't because you're not using eligibility. He yeah. can play next year if he wanted. But he cannot leave. <laughs> we are – we are our goose is cooked after first-string quarterback if he leaves. But um, my thing is a lot of people are cl- clamoring for – uh clamoring for Will Rogers. You can't – guys, we're not going to go put in a freshman for his first start on the road at Alabama. I don't think. We might. I would like to see it. I don't just I because just, I just a, don't think it's useful. I'm a big fan of the truth, but I don't think it's good for his confidence going forward to make his first start on the road at Alabama. That's I mean, just that's just not in your best interest. And if it does, I mean, if I remember correctly, JRP last year for Ole Miss going into the Bama game, they were on the road at Bama. And uh I think they were on the road. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, cuz they were home this year. Yeah. Uh and Corral got the start and then Sucked it up, and freshman quarterback John Rice Plumley went in and torched them. That was good for his confidence. He became one of the most talked about quarterbacks in the country. One uh, of the most over talked about quarterbacks in the country. Right, to be but, fair, but one of the most talked, and he lit Bama up. To be to be honest, so that could we could be in the same boat this year where we have a struggling quarterback goes into that game, gets a start, and hopefully Will Rogers can come in, take him by surprise, do some damage. But what I think I, I think KJ has an even shorter leash this week. What I hope what happens is, is whoever starts plays good enough to finish the game and doesn't get hurt. That's what I hope happens. Well, yeah. I mean, if if, if how 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 impressed are y'all if if either one of those guys start and plays well enough to finish the game? That'd be great. <laughs> That's what I hope. Happens. And now, if if Will gets the start, I fully expect him to finish the game, regardless of what he does, because it's Bama. Right, right. Unless he's just getting like seven picks, and then like, all right, his or confidence is ab- actually going to be obliterated if we don't get him out. Exactly. So, um, talked about Bama's offense. Talked about our offense. Talked about talking about our defense. We talked about how we lost Fred Peters. Um, Sean Preston's going to have to do things. I expect C.J. Morgan back any day now. I don't know if he's really if he, they're going to let him play or whatever if he's been hurt too long, but I don't see. He seems like he wants to play. Yeah, he's a senior. He's he. I know he wants to get in there. So, don't. I really hope that he can get in there. Maybe not this week, but next week. Uh, this is about the t- the week I, the week I would have expected him back with the yeah. bye week and everything like that. I, I expected him. But to play. I also haven't heard a peep out of him recently. But that might be the thing because I heard stuff all before, and now I haven't heard. Yeah, much. that's true. So maybe hopefully we'll he's back soon. At the very least. Great, really, really good run-stopping safety. A guy you can really stack the box with. Um, hope, Hopefully this unique defense continues to put some pressure on the teams that we play, including Alabama, and they can uh, get some turnovers. That's the only thing keeping us in games these days. Um, make, you know, don't let don't let the Matt Corral's, Matt Corral's, Matt Jones' Heisman moment be against us. That's kind of what we're shooting for here. Uh, and I say that I don't really think I think that part of the re- didn't we say the a, same thing going into the LSU game we said don't make Joe don't, Burrow's <laughs> Heisman moment wasn't our game but not the kind that he wanted now I'm talking about at the beginning of the year we said don't be Eric Gilbert's coming out party oh right we, oh, I thought you about last year nah. oh yeah and we weren't yeah. we weren't he had a touchdown so, catch but any but it was a broken I just feel play. like every like every few weeks we're like don't be this guy's coming out party right don't, don't and, and Mac Jones has already been out yeah but, you know he's he's already been in theaters. I'm uh, looking forward to watching Bryce Young play the fourth quarter, though, guys. That's. I'm. I think here's your wins. Here's your what you should root for. If we're not if we're not going to win the game, keep Bryce Young off the field. Let's root for <laughs> both quarterbacks finish the game. Yeah. Both quarterbacks finish the game. Nobody yeah. gets hurt. That's a really good goal. Both quarterbacks finish the game because they they didn't put us away so early that uh, they get to put in the, the backup, and we're not playing quarterback so bad that we have to make a change or getting hurt. 
That's what I. That's your win right there. Your yeah. your moral victory. There now, are no moral victories in the SEC or in college forgot, football in general. But yeah, that, that's all for Bama. Uh, we'll get to the score predictions real quick. Going to run through those. We forgot quick. to do these last week. Which are apologies? No, we didn't because it was, it was a bye week. week. Well, there's only but, four games. That wasn't yeah. even. There's only four SEC games last week. So, uh, first up, Georgia at Kentucky. Okay, Georgia's going to win that. Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. Do we even need to say anything else? Uh, Terry Wilson's not playing really good. Oh, Terry Wilson hasn't practiced all week. Yeah, he's been hurt. Yeah. So, uh, Joey Gatewood season. Yeah. I think they have a better chance to win with Joey Gatewood. I think honestly. they have a lower chance to win, but. A more true quarterback in Joey Gatewood. I think they have a they have a better if they could get him going and actually recruit a receiver or two. That's their yeah. best chance as a team. Yeah. Uh, LSU at Auburn. This is probably my favorite game of the week. Whew, that's a fun one. There's there's two really fun ones this week. Uh, what time is that game? Uh, two thirty CBS. Oh, so I'll watch that. Spooky. Let's see. That's a tough one. They're both, but not good football no, teams. No, they're both they're both playing below what their they're expectations both, are. They're both are. adequate, mediocre football yeah. teams. Uh, I'm gonna go, and 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 T.J. Finley's playing, right? Correct. We think. I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about this game. I don't know if T.J. Finley's playing. I expect him to. Uh, Miles Brennan has been. I think he is. I'm Miles Brennan running. has been hurt. Yeah. So. That's a tough one. I'm going Auburn. I'm just I'm just go different and say LSU. Just okay. to be different. Uh Auburn's one and four, guys, if you ask some people. Next up, Ole Miss at Vandy. I'm going Ole Miss. I mean At Vanderbilt. Hmm. Vanderbilt was off last week. What have they done? Got blown out by South Carolina. Been blown out by LSU. Close, close game at Texan to to their credit. What else have they done? They they missed a game. Yeah. Vanderbilt missed a game. So they've only played three games. They've had several weeks off. Um, they had a bye week and a COVID week. <sighs> Dude, their defense is bad. Ole Miss's defense is bad. I could, I'm, I'm gonna pick Ole Miss to win this game, but I'm not surprised if something weird happens because Vanderbilt always gives them trouble. Okay. They always, they, they do. All, they Vanderbilt to Vandy's credit. Vanderbilt and Nashville. But I do think Ole Miss is the better football team right now. The Nashville games every other year really trip up Ole Miss. I remember the one last year. That was a great game. Two what years else? ago. Yeah, last time. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got Arkansas at A&M. That's, that's probably my favorite game of the weekend. Is that no longer a neutral site? Uh, it says it's at A&M. I wonder if that would be COVID thing because how did Arkansas draw that? How did they draw if they if they move that game out of the out of the AT and T Stadium? How did they get to play Bama and Florida? I don't know. It's at Kyle Field and Georgia, and get to go to A and M. How did that happen? I don't know. That's, that's a neutral, that's been a neutral site game. Arkansas complains all the fans complain all the time. They play a game in Little Rock a lot of years. I don't think they do anymore. And they play that game in the Cotton Bowl or excuse me in AT and T Stadium, and it's no fun for anybody. And now. The year that oh they're gonna move it because of COVID, A and M gets the game, not them. That's that's unfair. Yeah, uh, I think A and M's gonna have that one. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game though because A and M always wins that game, but Arkansas always makes it way too close. And Last Arkansas, year that was Arkansas a close has game. been breaking some streaks lately. Right. So, so I, I think see. I think that's a very good game. That's probably let's see that kickoff is at six thirty. So. I mean, we gotta remember that's A and M still a top ten team. Yeah, we'll be able to we'll be able to watch the finish of that one, State fans. So that's that's gonna be a good game. We might uh, get to watch the second half of that one, depending on how ours goes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Missouri at Florida. Yeah, Florida's gonna win that one. Yeah, 
Missouri's but been looking good. Mizzou, Mizzou has been impressive. It's gonna be close. Eli Drinkwitz. I heard. I heard a couple people. Couple people came on this show and said they didn't like Eli Drinkwitz as a coach. I do. Yeah. Um. We've had. I think it was. Was it? Razorbackology. Yep. Right now, the Arkansas and Mizzou coaching hires looking better than the Mississippi ones, and the Mississippi ones were the splashes. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, long term, I don't know if they'll be better. No, but I don't. Well, Sam Pittman might, honestly. Not, not. I don't think he will be, but there's a chance that they, they've they've got the real deal. They've turned it around very quickly. So props to both of those guys. Uh, last but certainly not least, Mississippi State at Bama. What's your score prediction, Colton? Oh, I'm gonna say like 45 to 14. Okay. Something like that. All right, that's very similar to what I had, and I've been sending this to people, so this is off the top of my dome. I'm gonna, top of my yeah, I'm gonna say 35 to 13. 35 13. I would like if we keep the game 35 points. I'd love that. Alabama. I'm very confident in our defense. They didn't do it. They, of course, they couldn't against now, Ole Miss, and they didn't against uh, against um, Georgia because they couldn't. But these games where they've gotten ahead, they've called the dogs off. Nick Saban is Nick Saban could have scored a million against uh, Tennessee. He could have scored a million against Mizzou, and he could have scored a million against uh, A&M, and he didn't. So that leads me to believe that if they get out early, that they're gonna coast because uh, they have been. I don't. I think he's really now, trying to not get anybody hurt. Especially I will after say, what happened to Jalen Waddle. The scary part is that our defense, when they have been getting beat, us on bust, and Bama's wide receivers are the type of guys that are gonna cause a lot of bust. There, right. the, if they if they get if there is a bust, Mac Jones is gonna exploit it, and Devontae Smith about and Jalen Mechie. Yeah, but it's also been against some. We had a we had a sack a potential sack bust at a run play against right. Kentucky, but no pat which Kentucky's not going to pass. Very very run heavy teams, which aren't going to expose bust. Right, and, and Texas A and um, I guess Texas A and M kind of had a bust. They let a dude catch a five, a six yard crossing route that went for a touchdown. Yeah, so this is just very. That is kind of Bam, Bama's got the wide receivers that are going to expose the bust. There, if there's a bust, they're going to score a touchdown on it. So that's so. keep everything in front. It might be the game. Yeah, plan. keep everything in front and let them make. We'll drop mistakes. eight on them. Drop eight. Let Najee just run it all over us. Well, it's going to be a fun game, though. Tune in. Uh, hopefully, we get to see a little bit of the truth. And I just hope whatever quarterback starts, this play is good enough to finish. Both yeah. teams, both teams finish defense. That's more about us than it is about them. But yeah. anything else? Nope. As always, swing your sword and uh, hell state. Hell state.